0: Uh, this is an old, old poem. I, I had a poem from James Baldwin that I wanted—not a poem, but a statement—but I lost it somewhere here on my desk. But this is the Second Coming, and this is just part of it from uh, William Butler Yeats, done, uh, you know, in, uh, right around um, uh, the the period of the war, uh, the World War II. Turning and turning in the widening gyre, the falcon cannot hear the falconer. We can't hear each other. Things fall apart. The center cannot hold. Mere anarchy is loosed upon the world. The blood dimmed tide is loosed and everywhere. The ceremony of innocence is drowned. The best lack all conviction, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. Sort of describes modern times, doesn't it? And we 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 want that to be solved and our emotionally, of course, we want this to be solved, we want the world to be other than it is, but right now, and it's always changing, the world is like this, so we we are holding our own, we are finding our center, and how we interact with others is our first level of responsibility, and then the second level of responsibility from this view, it's just a view is that we hold the possibility that there is a center that will hold that that uh that indifference there is also commonality and we hold that and so it's not dead in the world every single person that's holding this is helping hold the center You, you, you 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 me we all have that possibility of holding in that way and it's not fancy daydreaming. It's not like that. It's, it's very real. It's very practical. We are available to know suffering in a way that we relate to it that is not drowning us. And beyond that, that we hold the possibility beyond its very nature right now. We, we know that we know we're holding, and we are no part of a large community of a large sangha, made up from all various kinds of uh, religious and non-religious individuals and that's what we're doing that's what we're doing so this the the taking our time to do this for ourselves in this weekend we are replenished to be able to go back and stay in that center and hold possibility as well as to take care of ourselves and further develop our own understanding but that's That's the societal role, from my view, that's a view. So if we can close our eyes. Arriving at the end of our retreat, Just as there was a beginning of the beginning, so there is a beginning of the end. The end was always there at the beginning, but now
1: it's coming into birth.
0: What was possible is now manifesting. How we end this retreat What perspective we carry, how we are available when we go back to our daily lives, is how the beginning will be of our daily lives. In my end is my beginning. In my end is my beginning. We bring an attitude, we bring a set of values. So we've learned how to be available. We have practiced over and over again arriving so that we can reestablish ourselves through our mindfulness. You've practiced this so much. I've kept us on it so long over and over again. So it's saturated you. It's come down like a good steady rain. It's deep inside you. But it's up to you to remember and to set the value of that possibility that you can arrive back into your center and that you can be available to life without getting swept away by the opposites because you stay within your range of your your the your best as i am able you have you don't lose your humility and you don't lose your dignity you don't you know, even though the world is pulling at that dignity because you're not right here, you're not right that way, this is wrong, and your whole people are wrong, or this, everything, you know, that you're not stopping this murder of these people. All these different endless things hurled at us that are to the group, but also hit us individually because we're part of a group experience in that way so that we we are arriving back with uh, this this ground we know how to be available and we know how to be true to our values within within our own capacity as i return to the world may may i meet the world skillfully and compassionately wisdom and compassion as best i am able not some concept metric but the actual sense of what is our range, what, what we can do. And we start with an attitude of humility. And that it's small, that it has to be protected at times. We don't lose our inner dignity because it's small what we feel as though we can do. Because we are doing as best we are able, then it's enough, we, we remain whole. We may we we are part of the solution, part of the center. What holds it together? The possibility of it being other than this. That only works this this humility and this this inner dignity if we have integrity. Part of the integrity is staying in our line, our our our, our, our uh, as best I'm able, but part of it is this uh, staying in touch with what matters to us and being willing to bear the opposites. This is uh, this wonderful teacher, Helen Luke, who's no longer with us, but I've recommended her at other Sims retreat, her writing. She says this is called necessary suffering. This is necessary suffering. We have to bear it consciously or we will act unconsciously, unskillfully. But it's not not inflating. It's not like you're supposed to go save the world. It's that you're supposed to be true to your values, true to what you care about and what you're aligned with. So there's a call to stay aligned and to stay true, to be unavailable and aligned. And it's so modest, it's so modest you know but there's hundreds of millions of regular folks who are not caught in this so all of those put together represent such a balancing such a steadying and everyone matters
1: every single one and each of us are one of those single ones
0: opening to this as a possible understanding that you would embrace or contemplate later.
1: Arriving in the possibility that you're holding this imagination of it being other, that you're holding
0: the true nature that you've discovered on retreat, your true nature, human true nature, holding that, not grasping it, not grasping it, not clinging to it, but holding it as your truth, as your truth. This
1: is your view. This is where you stand.
0: In that first ground, when we uh, uh, move towards aligning, and being available. That's your ground right there, right there as to where you stand. That ground allows your heart to stay
1: open and yet protected.
0: You don't take on all the world's suffering. There is no one person experiencing all the suffering in the world, as I explain in detail in Dancing with Life. There's plenty of suffering that each person is undergoing.
1: And so you,
0: you stand on that ground of aligned and available to meet life in your modest way. You're kind to the person in the supermarket as we went through yesterday. You're kind to the person on the highway who is actually driving dangerously even. You you are his good or her good, their good karma. You stay out of the way so that they they don't involve you in their accident. And hopefully because you help them avoid it, then it they come back to a place where they can avoid it on their own. You're their good karma without needing any credit or anything.
1: It's the act that's the reward not the recognition.
0: And over and over again, you reclaim your heart space. How many times have we reclaimed
1: our heart space? Mind, heart, mind, heart. So when you're feeling oppressed, you're feeling confused, separated, and how's my heart right now? What does the heart
0: feel? And you remember your practice, and insofar it's useful, you remember this natural arising practice. The world will come back into more of a wholeness in a natural way in time.
1: Mm. In this spirit, the
0: forgiveness practice, addressed to not just people on this retreat, to to the whole world, since the whole world seems to be
1: involved in judging, being offended,
0: I'm gonna say these lines and ask that you repeat them out loud if it's appropriate where you are, if not silently.
1: For any harm I may have caused others, knowingly or unknowingly, through my thoughts, words, and actions, I ask their forgiveness for any harm. Others may, have caused me, others may have caused me knowingly or unknowingly knowingly, okay. through their thoughts, words, and actions. I forgive them as best I am able. For any harm I may have caused myself knowingly or unknowingly through my thoughts Words and actions. I forgive myself as best I am able.
0: In this forgiveness, in the in the full opening of the Brahma Vihara's, uh, many times it begins with this attitude, this commitment to forgiveness to be directionally aligned in your personal life. There may be people that you can't forgive yet, but then you aspire to forgive, you aspire. Again, Helen Luke would say, you don't have to forgive. It's enough that you wish that you forgave, could forgive. And it's even enough that you wish that you wish that you could forgive. This is directional lining lining up directionally towards the heart's release and so we are the modest in just this way and what we can hold for the world but as best we're able we will hold for the world this possibility of kindness and connection being the center and not this dissension at the center
1: without having to take sides on any views. You will have views, sides on views, but you're not taking sides in this commitment. That's a
0: different part of your life. So grateful for Sims for holding this retreat and all the retreats they have, all the classes to give possibility for community round Dhamma. Grateful for all the other centers and all the other communities throughout this country, throughout the world, so that um, the Dhamma gets to be alive in this time of this great separation.
1: Gratitude, gratitude. So
0: grateful for the teachers that have kept this alive the teachers who've brought it to this culture this country the great lineage of teachers both in the and uh, of all the four communities the the lay community
1: and the monastic community gratitude for our own interest
0: and gratitude that we have this small bit, this small amount of ability to access the Dhamma, we are not demanding more. We're available for this to deepen. We're available for surrender to become ever more alive, for letting go, becoming ever a natural arising experience. But we're not in a hurry and we're not demanding we are bowing to possibility, bowing to possibility, bowing to possibility in gratitude. Any gain of understanding, of choice, that arises in our lives, our minds, our hearts, may we affect others in our interactions with them, that they get some of that gain, And may the people they interact with get some amount of that gain of insight and choice for themselves. May this capacity to choose non-suffering over suffering spread far and wide without preference, without demand. May all beings be the beneficiaries of choosing non-suffering over suffering. you for being here with uh, me as we explored this together uh, you can find a number of other things that uh, i offer and others offer in this uh, this practice of natural arising at dharma ground and i'm um, happy to see you at any of those things at spirit rock in general and um, again my thanks to sims and i'm now turning it over to you to end our time together sims to say your goodbyes.
1: Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Philip.
0: Thank you so
1: much. There's one little detail about our vows for Renes. Oh, thank
0: you. Thank Um, you. My goodness.
1: I, I really want to be ascetic, but I'm not there yet. So thank you.
0: Thank you. Us you us did off. me a great favor in that. And you not to mention everyone else. What yeah. would have happened if you'd gone out of here and you could not uh, let yourself indulge in judging thoughts, no matter how right you were. Ugh, we're running the misery. Over, but maybe that could be our last
1: goodbye. Thank you, everybody.
0: So I'm going to wait, wait, no, we have to do this formally. Right. you it formally. So. Insofar as you choose, you are released from judging, the, from the vow of non judging. Insofar, you Insofar as you choose, you are released from your vow of non comparing. Insofar as you choose, you are released from your vow of non fixing. The invitation is for you to consider choosing one of those that you're gonna make part of your ongoing practice in a very modest way. Maybe non-judging one person, your, your, your sibling or your child or your parent, or just on Mondays that you're going to practice non-judging this one person. It can be very modest, but that you're cultivating these attributes they are, they are very cultivatable, but they do require work, and therefore they do require it being a practice.